Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Dot com. This is Disney master artist Kevin John, and when I'm in my studio, I love listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies. Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Our co-host, Pacinetti, couldn't be with us tonight, so I have two awesome Mickey Dude commentators from New Jersey, also many times found in Disney World at the Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa. We have Mr. Joe Watochi. This and I met Watochi oh and Fresno Super Looper. <laughs> I really. <laughs> hey Dave, how you doing? <laughs> What's up, Joe? And we have from South Carolina our awesome Kyle Kyle Ostrander. My awesome Kyle Ostrander. Awesome. We're not even. We're, we're, not even we're, we're not even giving quotes tonight because this, this is not happening. It's just you're making these weird faces. We're on video Skype, and it's just I'm trying not to laugh as this is going on. So this is my face. <laughs> it's weird. Wow! I can't record say. this, Dave. We only went over how to say my name last night for about four blocks last night. And I was said it all right, and then this time I just got yeah. all tongue tied, and I fixed it. I made it right. I said Quattrochi. So here, I said you it. said again. it correctly there. Yeah, there you go. I just said Joe. So I fixed it up. Yes, I fixed it up, Joseph. And now, also tonight with us, as I've been saying, I want to have a lot more female guests because the testosterone on this show is uh, way too high. We need to balance it out with some lovely females. So, we are a Disney podcast, but we have a real Looney Tune with us tonight. We have Rebecca Toon from the Resort Loop. DVC uh, Roundtable. DVC Roundtable. As you exit the tram, please remember to watch your head and step. If you forget to watch your head and step, please watch your language. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, Becca, that's hilarious. <laughs> You're awesome. And really, I'm the only time. one who came on with a line. Really, I've been I had a line. For, I, know I had on the wrong show to watch your language. Well, he's got me on the wrong show to not add testosterone. 
I had a line until I screwed up my name. <laughs> Dude, blocks. we went over this. Four blocks, we went over this. Uh, I'm host, yes, we hung out last night. Uh, we had the uh, pleasure of hanging out in a bar in New York City called uh, Trailer Park for a couple of hours, which, as uh, Becca had... Um, pretty much so eloquently put when we walked in she's like wow this is like a trashy 50s primetime cafe it was awesome tell us a, tell our listeners a little bit about this place I like the mannequin above the bar I, the mannequin above the bar was fantastic it was a a pregnant woman who was probably in her about her 10th month of pregnancy smoking a cigarette drinking beer in her bathrobe and curlers <laughs> and bunny slippers and her bunny slippers and, and yes, it was great. There was, I mean, it, the nostalgia was high in this place. And then in, in the and side, yeah, in the side of the building, there was just a, a trailer that um, had a young lady locked inside. <laughs> I had no idea Cousin Annie made it all the way to New York. <laughs> Put it this way, folks. The two, most popular beers, <laughs> the two most popular beers were Miller High Life and PBR. And I was drinking High Life that night, so... <laughs> and uh, I believe we can all quote Joe as saying, Wow, that's a good beer. <laughs> oh, jeez. It was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. We, we, we called that day before payday beer. <laughs> oh, it was it was a good place, though. The nachos were amazing. I like just the old, old Christmas decorations still out from the 1950s hanging from the ceiling. That just was a nice place. That was awesome. And the spam. And- Don't forget the spam. Spam and tell them about the bathroom. Okay, well, first of all, the men's bathroom was horrible. It just looked like a prison bathroom, but the women's bathroom was decked out in hot pink leopard print wallpaper. It was fantastic. (laughs) So fantastic, I think that Joe had to go in there once. (laughs) I I did because there was. Somebody, I guess, it was overdosing in the men's room. So I think it's the women's room. I think it was the lady from the trailer. It also, it, yeah, I actually had to use it too because they were having a problem and it was flooding out the men's room when uh, when I was in that area of the bar. So they were directing everybody into there, and it was quite pink, I must say. I, I felt like I, w- I felt like I was going to have a seizure in there just with the lighting and. All the pink men. In all seriousness, no, it was an awesome bar. Um, the bartenders were pretty cool. Uh, the one guy was awesome. Who was going to Disney? We were trying to give him some tips. <laughs> I don't think he was very receptive of our tips, but it was a good spot. So if you're ever in uh, Midtown Manhattan, what was that, 26th Street, Chelsea. David? Between 27th and 8th? 23rd. 23rd between 7th and 8th. 23rd between 7th and 8th. Actually, 7th and 6th. No, actually, yeah, 7th and 8th. I, should, my job's right down the block. I should know where I am. But. Yeah, shout out to the Trailer Park Bar. I was not invited. Sorry, Kyle. Come on up next time. All right. You want to take a ride up? You're more than welcome. Mm-hmm. Take the train. I'm sure yeah, it gets I'll you there. Get you <laughs> exactly. You'd probably be get there before Dave would, so. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> it's my world. You just live on it. You, you do things on my time. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Hence, that's why it's 8.42 and we were supposed to start recording at uh, 8. Dave likes to be fashionably never showed up. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, enough uh, banter about non-Disney stuff. Let's actually get into our topic tonight. So we have been getting some really great feedback with our little uh, romp on restaurants, which we originally... Um, 
stole from our buddies Matt Holly and Scott Campbell back when they were doing uh, the Dixie Landings podcast, which, by the way, uh, congratulations to our buddies over at the Tiki Talk podcast for winning the Mouse Mingle Best uh, Podcast Award. Uh, we were up against them in the vote, and I'm just very glad that... Uh, they won out over some other podcasts that uh, I also enjoy, but it's just nice to see them uh, get the nod at this point. So I think the Russians hacked the election process, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're, they're good guys, so more or less good for them. And before we get into our topic, I'm going to retract the statement first. Uh, I said on one of the shows that came out about our movie bracket, I talked about how... Uh, the original Beauty and the Beast animated edition was a masterpiece, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I will say that I did end up seeing the live-action movie, even though, as per the rules of that, sh- of that show, we could never see it after we knocked it out of the bracket. I did cheat, and I did go to see it, and it was absolutely spectacular. Jeff didn't like it, but I totally am on board. Be Our Guest was a magical number. When the Beast was singing, I almost uh, stood up and give, gave him a standing ovation. It was like I thought I was in a Broadway play. Dave, some of, some of us haven't seen this yet, so uh, yeah, easy, easy with the spoilers there. Quattrochi, we all know you're not going to see it. I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it this weekend <laughs> with my wife. She wants to go see it for a second time. It was a great movie. You have seen you have seen the cartoon. You'll Basically, you know the story. The storyline story so. doesn't change. Did you see it in 3D or did you just see it in digital, Dave? I saw it in How 3D. was that? Come on. I like 3D movies. A lot of people don't. I have no problem with 3D. It was just the reason why I took the 3D is because it was the only uh, theater in my local theater that has reserved seating, and I wanted something right in the middle. And it was. I went like at uh, midnight on a Thursday because I was just like in a really bad mood and I just needed to like just get away from the world. So it was the, the theater was half empty so I was able to get into a spot where there was nobody around and I could just watch it on my own and just nice. disappear from the world for a while so 3D was the only option and I kind of enjoyed it with the 3D and with that said back to our restaurant romp okay today we're going to stay within a park which we haven't done yet we've only done resorts this time we're going to take advantage of all the good cuisine that Epcot has to offer. So the rules are simple. There is no budget. Get whatever you want. The only thing that you must do is go to a different eatery for each of the rounds. We're going to be having four rounds. We're going to start off with a pre-dinner cocktail somewhere. So whatever you choose to have. It can be alcoholic. It could be non-alcoholic. But knowing this group, it's probably going to have copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, Then we're going to move on to another restaurant for an appetizer. We'll then move on to our entree, and then we'll finish it up in another restaurant with our dessert. Also, we are going to give a nod to our sponsor, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Co., by stopping at any Joffrey's booth that they have within Epcot. They have four of them in Epcot and one right outside the main gates where you can grab any drink that they serve within those uh, kiosks. And before we get started, a word from Joffrey's. 
Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Doesn't Pat have an awesome voice? <laughs> Musical. Mm. <laughs> Sounds yeah. just but like the beast. It's like sweet caramel. <laughs> Sounds just like the beast in the new movie. <laughs> Spoilers. He's he's a beauty who sounds just like the beast. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> and before I get any more mental pictures that I don't need, we are going to start our round. So now, Rebecca, I'm going to give you the courtesy... Since you are our guest, and it, they, traditionally it's ladies first, would you like to go first, or would you like the gentleman to start and you top us all? Um, actually, I think I'd like to go last. Yeah. Okay. I'm sort of a topper. We got it. So we're going to start off oh with boy. Kyle. Well, I'm, and we're in our cocktail round. Cocktail round, round yes, yeah, sir. Um, I'm always in cocktail round. <laughs> they're all in cocktail round right now. Yeah, I'm drinking Patron at the moment. So. Yeah, um... Well, I'm going to ride the monorail into Epcot, and I'm going to start off with my Joffrey's. I'm going to the Joffrey's kiosk right outside the monorail station. I'm going to grab me a Tea Breeze, and, which is, I've had a couple of these. They're pretty frappin' awesome. It's a fresh brewed iced tea with frozen lemonade topped with Grey Goose Vodka. As we call it down here, we call it an Arnie with vodka. Because um, I got a long walk. I'm going to... The Rosen Crown Pub. I'm gonna grab me a Johnny Walker flight. Is nice. Surprisingly very well priced. I mean, eighteen dollars for three shots of Johnny Walker. Which colors do they? Black, include? green, and gold. Nice. Which okay. is, I mean, I know we got we got no budget here, but still, eighteen dollars for three shots of Johnny Walker is a pretty good price. I mm-hmm. can dig it. Awesome. Start the night off awesome. right. Joseph, what about I'm not as exciting as uh, Mr. Kyle over there, but uh, I'm going to just head back to the back of World Showcase, and I'm just going to head over to the beer cart in Germany, spelled B-I-E-R. I'm just going to grab me a, and I always say this wrong, Schoenhofer, and if I said that wrong, I apologize. Schoenhofer. Uh, there you go. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, grapefruit beer. I like grapefruit in general. Um, I eat it as a fruit all the time, so no better than to have it as a beer to start out my uh, my. Uh, Four courses of fun at Epcot tonight. So yeah, grapefruit beer from uh, the beer cart in Germany. So are you getting a beer in pretzel? No, just a beer. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm watching the calories. Uh. I think if he actually did request to have a pretzel with that, I think I would have to give it to him because it just would work so nicely at that point. So, but not a real beer. I like it on a nice on a nice hot night humid down in Florida that is great even though it's essentially grapefruit soda with alcohol content but it does kind of hit the spot so you got my uh, you got my thumbs up on that one buddy and 
I am going to uh, be uh, going over to the Norway Pavilion, a.k.a. Arendelle, where I am going to visit the Kringla Og Cafe, and I am going to do the line, the, the line Aquate Glacier <laughs> shot, better, better known as the Viking Challenge. And this is one of my favorite things to do when I am in Epcot. Anytime I'm with new people that haven't been or people that never experienced this, I always insist that we go over and have a Viking Challenge. I mean, this stuff, when you drink this stuff, it's has a really high proof and it's basically like drinking rubbing alcohol and the challenge is you take a shot of this and you can't wince or make any face for 10 seconds if you're able to do that you are considered a true viking they count you down in uh, Norwegian and they make a whole big ceremony out of it it's quite a spectacle to be had I can actually be seen doing it on the uh, Diz Unplugged vlogging with the Rhino Clavin that they did uh, for their 10-year uh, anniversary. I put a, brought a couple people in, so it was quite a uh, fun That, that sounds like something that myself and Miss Toon have done before, Dave, haven't we? Yes, after I well, actually, I actually challenged yes, Miss Toon he to did. it, and then... She pulled you in, and she was the trooper and did it right. You, it didn't really count because you wore your sunglasses at that point, so we don't know exactly if your pupils dilated or anything, so you have to redo it this time. And my my sunglasses were prescriptions, so those were needed to make sure that I actually saw what I was doing, number one. But we weren't giving you actual rubbing alcohol. <laughs> so you're saying it was a Viking challenge? The Viking challenge. Well, I'm Norwegian. Challenge accepted. There you go. All right, let's do it next time. I would say let's do it on April 21st, but you're blocked out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, blackout well, party. Top of World Lounge, enjoy me some good beers and cocktails. I'll be, doing secret, I'll be doing secret nachos later on and actually having, which Rebecca, you're invited to, and Rebecca and I are going over to um, Liberty Tree Tra Tavern to uh, try the sticky toffee mm. cake. Is there alcohol in there? When we're done, if there was a beer. Rebecca, you're gonna you're gonna leave us gold members and out of the you well, know, you're gonna actually go in the park that day? Have you Joe? seen Dave's clavicles? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna leave me head. you're gonna leave me all alone with Kyle. <laughs> really? Because Kyle and I might get in trouble. The blackout party starring Kyle and no one else. Cause no one it's a blackout to... party in uh, more than one way. I'll, I'll be there, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Top of the world lounge. We'll, we'll smuggle you some <laughs> Aquavit out. <laughs> Trust me, it won't taste any different from our pockets. <laughs> and on that note, Becca, where are you going, and what do you do? Uh, well, I am hitting, I'm actually going to come in through uh, probably the front entrance, which is something rare, because usually I like to go into the International Gateway, but I'm headed to Mexico, because I'm going over to La Cava, and I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to visit some of my friends over there, and I'm going to have a nice glass of Casa Noble Reserva de La Cava Extra Añejo. Um, and if you've not had this, it is the perfect sipping tequila. It's nice and dark. It's got a lot of caramel undertone to it, and uh, it'll put you in the mood for a great evening. 
Excellente. Now we are going to move on to our appetizer round. And we're going to go back around, but in a different order. Joseph. Okay, when I did my list, I realized after I completed my list that I think I had the same appetizer the last time I was on the show in Epcot, but I really don't care. I'm an Italian from Jersey. I'm going over to Tutto Italia and having some prosciutto di Parma. I can't get enough prosciutto. Love it. Love me some Italian meat. I can accept Dave that. Dave doesn't like it when you have Italian other one. in Disney, does he? No. Prosciutto's awesome. I can eat it, like, it every is. day. I'm actually... I actually am going to be going over for a ADR to Tuto, actually, because my goal is to eventually eat in every restaurant in Epcot, which probably with the exception of uh, Michelle Paul, because it's just way too expensive and I just can't uh, justify it. But I do have a uh, ADR to Tuto on the uh, on the calendar, so I'll allow it. Thank you. You have a dispensation <laughs> for me. Kyle, what about you? Well, I'm going to stumble out of Rose and Crown, heading over to the uh, China Pavilion. I'm going to Nine Dragons, and since I got a text about 45 minutes before the show saying you're going to be on, I said sure. I got to do some research. I came across. Braised pork belly steam buns, and which is basically bacon and steam buns, and yeah, that's about all I got. It's gonna be freaking awesome. Yeah, it is. Those steam Chinese buns filled with braised pork belly served with our originally chili, all right, New Yorker aioli. Correct. Yeah. Nice oh, sweet. job. All right, yeah. Old <laughs> star <Yeah>. for Kyle. <laughs> Fancy word for mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Dukes? It's uh, it's mayo with fixins. <laughs> I got you. Bring out the Hellmans and bring out Dukes. the best. Dukes, Miracle Whip. <laughs> uh. I prefer I prefer Miracle Whip over mayo. And that's why you're in the north. Well, here's the thing. I have friends. I don't understand it, but I have friends that actually have a phobia of mayonnaise. The look of it, everything, the globs of it, they just. They just look at it and they just freak out. I don't know what it is, but I can't judge anybody because we all have our quarks. Me, I get nauseous watching uh, watching milk diffuse in coffee, so I drink all my coffee black for that reason. It's the same so guy that ordered an avocado at a diner milk. last night <laughs> at like 9 o'clock at night. So. <laughs> avocado, I, anything's we're wrong. We're eating burgers and omelets, and Dave's like, I'll have avocado, please. <laughs> <laughs> and a side of french fries. And, 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 french <laughs> and a side of french fries. <laughs> and french fries. And French fries and an avocado. It, was it, good. it looked great. You throw a little bit of lime on it. You throw some salt on it. That's pure ambrosia right there. And moving on to me, I am actually going to give a nod to my buddy uh, Douglas uh, Davis at the WDW Main Street podcast. He's always ra- raving about the Rose and Crown Pub and. As much as sometimes I like to bust his chops, I am in 100% agreement with him on this one. So I am going to go and make a visit over to the Rose and Crown, where I am going to probably not be seated because my time is my time is valuable. So I am just going to go up to the bar, and I am going to order their Scotch egg, which is a fried egg covered in awesomeness, various types of meat. Uh, it has some types of garnish on it. I had it once. I, it's 
really delicious. I've never had scotch eggs before up to this point, and it, I was people raved about it on the internet, and I understand why they did. If you haven't had one and you like eggs, go have a scotch egg. And Rebecca, where will you? I be am headed over to Tuto Gusto, which we discovered on our last trip over New Year's, and this place is really fantastic if you're in the parks and just want to walk into a place. They don't take reservations, so sort of first come, first serve, but it's a great little quiet spot with some dark corners and couches, and it's a great place to sort of just unwind and get out of the park for a little bit. But we're going to go over there, and I'm going to have the La Capagnola, which is a small plate. And now it does say it's for two, but I figure that's just a suggestion. And it is um, olive oil marinated artichokes. Uh, marinated olives with citrus zest and herbs, and a bruschetta, which is tomatoes, basil, extra vir- and extra virgin olive oil. And while I'm enjoying that, I think I'm also going to slip a limoncello in there. I had their limoncello nice. when I was there last time, and it was absolutely fantastic. Well, you have to clean the palate, so it's acceptable. Exactly. Okay. We will have to make a stop there. It, it was fantastic. Absolutely. It's a little pricey, That's but it was um, like it was just a great place to sit and chill. Well, just for the cello. Oh, I mean, cello I was it has awesome. to be better than the, It has to be better than my grandfather's basement. <laughs> and his, uh, and cello. <laughs> exactly. No, it, it, his his stuff was his stuff was good, but I think he like put like antifreeze or something in there, it's like because it just mess it just messed you up, and of course. Meanwhile, I was six years old drinking this, but that's another story for another time. Well, this was, they actually have a couple different kinds, too, and um, we found that the servers there were pretty knowledgeable about what it was, so you can ask them what the differences are. And uh, she suggested one that she thought I would like, and she was spot on. So, shout out to them. Cool. Awesome. And now, everybody, come and get it. It's... Woo! Insert in some type of dinner bell theme. Bing, 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 bing. Come and get it. You need a triangle. Ding, 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 ding. Kiss my wrist. Why are the Southerners the only ones going ding, 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 Because back in the day, we had a big triangle. But hey, y'all boys, come on and get it. My grandma, I'm from Texas, Kyle. My grandmother still has that. Oh, you know, Texas is his own state. That's not, I mean, his own country. That's not even the South. We still have a triangle, though. Okay. <laughs> I have some great stuff. <laughs> All right. Dinner time. <laughs> da ding, da ding, da ding. I'm out of beer. Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> and with this, with this said, Kyle, where you going? Well. We said an entree, so but I'm really hungry, so I'm gonna go grab me an entree of pork schnitzel from Beer Garden, and enjoy nice. everything else it has to offer play... because I love Beer Garden. I was hoping somebody played. I it. love Beer Garden because I played the loophole. Were you quiet no, down I'm, for a second? I'm talking here, talking right? No, I played the loophole too. Now go. Well, son of a. But anyway, I think Beer Garden is the best food ever. No, but it's pretty darn good. I love Beer Garden. I love the Oompa Loompa band going on and the beer flights. Oompa Whatever they're called. I don't know. I'm half Norwegian, half German, so it's, it falls into my wheelhouse right here. But got 
pork schnitzel, red cabbage, meatballs, spatzel. It's all freaking amazing. Can't go wrong. You get a gold, you get another gold star right. for that one. Joseph, what about you? Well, as uh, someone who loves the underdog, as I'm a huge fan of Saratoga Springs, everybody knows that, and like Turf Club, I'm the only guy who ever goes there. I'm going to pick a restaurant that gets a bad rap, but I've never had a bad experience there. So as Kyle will be stumbling out of Nine Dragons, I'll be stumbling into Nine Dragons oh. for dinner tonight. Now, when I made this list, I was in the mood for some Chinese food tonight. So that's why I picked it as well. So I've had many dinners there. I've had, never had a bad experience. That being said... I'm going to have the Nine Dragons family dinner set, which is, includes a soup, entree, and dessert. So my soup is going to be a hot and sour soup. My entree is going to be a honey sesame, sesame chicken. And I'm going to double up on desserts tonight because this is part of my dinner, technically. I'm going to do the caramel ginger ice cream. So I still get a dessert after this, and they have two desserts tonight instead of just one. So I'm I like it, actually. Glutton. And is that, is that the uh, resort and spa? <laughs> The Nine Dragons Resort and Spa. We should move. Never, never the Grand, right? Never the, the Grand. The, the Grand is up there. Excellent. And I am going to play the loophole too, like the two gentlemen just did. And I am actually going to go over to my all-time favorite restaurant in all McDonald's. of McDonald's. <laughs> so we're by All Star Sports, music, and uh, movies. Did I get that right, Dave? <laughs> yes, actually, you did. We, we we run by it down. It's not. It's on Osceola Parkway. We run by it all the time when we when we actually do run Disney races. <laughs> Ouch! At this point, bird. Actually, yeah. When people actually run the halves. See what, see what happens when Pat's not around. You need some aloe there, Dave. Rebecca and I are unsupervised. <laughs> I don't get the whole aloe thing. You just got burned. I don't think I want to know. Okay, so with that said, uh, I am going over to um, my all-time favorite place, Restaurant Marrakesh. Totally underrated restaurant in in, in the world. Uh, I, a lot of people are reluctant to try it because they might not uh, be familiar with Moroccan food or general Middle Eastern food. I'm a very adventurous eater because I... Uh, live in New York City and I have every type of cuisine. I'm in Queens. Within seven miles, there is a person from every single nation on this planet represented in my, in my general area within seven miles. So there's all types of food over here. I happen to love Middle Eastern food, any type of Mediterranean food in that, in that way. So you can always walk into this place. It's, it's actually a crying shame because the service is, is very good. Uh, the waiters are actually very, um, very attentive. They ask you about your, your, your taste, what you like, and based on that, they try to really make some uh, good recommendations based on the food that you actually eat. They'll, um, they can, if, as far, if you're worried about spice level or stuff like that, they can uh, really accommodate your taste in that way. And it's just, it's, it's a different experience. So... I don't get to eat there as much because a lot of times if I am with people, a lot of people are reluctant to try it. But if I'm alone for a day or so, I always make sure to go down to this place. Uh, lunch is always better than dinner as far as the price. And it's just the ambiance is just nicer in that way because it's less 
in one way it's less crowded so it's kind of bad but in another way you get uh, really kind of just look around you can walk around and just take in the whole restaurant at times and what I'm going to do is I am going to have their royal royal feast which is a jasmina salad I don't know what's actually in that because when I was looking at the menu uh, they actually don't have this salad as an appetizer or anything like that on it so it it just says the name of the salad. I don't know what's in it, but I'm going to give it a chance. There's a seafood bastilla, a lemon chicken, roast lamb misori, couscous with seven vegetables, and I'm going to double up on the desserts because it's served with assorted Moroccan baklavas. I happen to come from a very uh, Greek neighborhood, and all my friends uh, growing up were mostly Greek. So I have become a connoisseur of fresh baklava. So it is definitely something that it is definitely something that uh, Marrakesh does get right. Even though it's the uh, the Moroccan version, it is quite tasty. So they are on point with it. And Becca, where you I am actually going to head over to Canada, and I'm hitting with Salier. Hey. Because I like steak. <laughs> and it's actually, I actually considered doing, um, what's the rotating one over in... Garden Grill? Yeah, I almost... Con- but I actually no, thought I that was a that even breaking the rules, and I was really There's trying no to be a here. rule follower, so... No, no, no. No, you can, you can, go, you can go into Future World. You well, it wasn't even that. It was just that because it was a buffet, I wasn't sure. Plus, I just, again, I really like steak. So, right. <laughs> and I really love their pretzel bread. So I'm mm-hmm. headed over to La Cellier. I'm actually going to have the black Angus ribeye with fingerling potatoes, bacon vinaigrette, frisée, heirloom carrots, and cabernet butter. Um, and I'm going to eat all of it because I like steak mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's delicious. I'm going to have some pretzel bread. Uh, I'm going to have the dessert flight of wines while I'm there which includes uh, an Inniskillion brand wine from uh, Inniskillion up in Canada, which is fantastic. And we had the ability to tour them not too long ago, and they were amazing. So I'm going to have that, and uh, I'm probably going to be there for a while because it's a big steak. <laughs> and so, out of, steak. <laughs> so out of all the restaurants in Epcot, no, and all, I mean, you Chinese food. You could have stayed in your l- room and ordered steak. Listen, curious. you're lucky I went to Nine Dragons because that was honestly my backup. I swear <laughs> to God, I will show this to you right here. <laughs> Listen with here, the, I the am the ribeye, which is it's fantastic. So you're lucky I went to Nine Dragon Six. I am always your plan A. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, fantastic. It, you know, there's. I think over the years they've kind of been hit or miss here and there, but um, we were there for New Year's Eve, and I thought they hit it out of the park. So. The worst part about La Salle is like they never take your reservation on time because they're so busy and people just mm-hmm. stay there longer, I guess, than Disney wants them to stay because. <laughs> It's such, such an enjoyable experience. So, like, you'll get there at, like, 8 o'clock for your 8.15 reservation, and you won't get seen until 8.30 sometimes. But. So when we... That's why you always go with, like, a half hour before. So when we went, we actually before. had reservations for them at 8... I think it was 8 o'clock. And so we showed up at, like, 7.50. And they actually said, you know, we really apologize, but our, we're way behind. You're probably looking at a 45-minute delay. And we said, all right, we'll wait as long as we want, and then we'll bail. We were sat within 10 minutes. That's not bad. I know. We were only a table two, but it was interesting how they were very quickly turning the tables over because it was New Year's. So what they were doing was 
when you go in, you know, usually they have the white linen cloths on the table. There was not, I mean, you were sitting on the bare, like there was no tablecloth. There were no linen napkins. You were getting paper napkins. You were getting, oh, wow. it was interesting how they were, they were tiny. Like if you had been there before, you noticed these little time saving, tiny things that they were doing to speed things along. So you're like off the grid Canada in there. <laughs> yeah, we were back with Canada. Now the, the, did the linen, did the, the uh, not the linen napkins, did the paper napkins say Disney Parks on them? They like, actually did say Disney I stole one, actually, so that's how I know. <laughs> they went down a nine dragon saying, we need some napkins. <laughs> Are you one of these people that steals the steals all the napkins from each, uh, each restaurant? What? That's illegal, Dave. <laughs> I actually don't have a leather-bound Lacoste menu in my office. I- I have had I have been at places with uh, friends who are like oh okay so and so collects the napkins so they walked out with a couple of Tiffin's napkins and first no my napkins but I love the little so picks like they put in the drinks on. so because I'm a big martini drinker so I love the little picks that they put the olives on I usually will hang on to those okay yeah no these pe- these people just. They have. They get their. No, I usually wipe I, I will not have any part of it. But I was actually quite embarrassed and quite paranoid the night I was with them at this point because it's like uh, not for nothing. I like my annual. Were they linen napkins? Oh yeah, no, that's not yes. cool. Stop it. Go steal the towels at the all yeah, This is the reason why Disney stopped branding towels and everything Absolutely. with specific, like, hotel logos on it and stuff, because they'd just be disappearing constantly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, it's a good thing because the people who uh, do this don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> so they won't know I'm talking about them, so. But if they well, are... Iger likes us. I love you guys anyway. <laughs> Stop. Iger likes good. So, yeah, steak. I'm having steak and pretzel bread. Steak is good. Steak is good. Okay. And with that, it's time for a sweet ending. We are going for dessert. And we are going to start with Becca because she's laughing uncontrollably at the moment with her microphone on mute. So, Becca, where are you going to have your dessert? (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, I'm going to go to the same place I always go to dessert for dessert. I'm headed over to the Joffrey's kiosk in USA. And I picked that one because it's always empty because quite frankly, there's nothing over in the USA to do or see. So that kiosk is usually pretty accessible. That is a Except fair point. I do the enjoy American the American Adventure. Adventure. I was talking more food wise. Nobody's going over there to eat. Um, yeah, I actually thought about that Certainly. as an appetizer, but then I wouldn't have eaten anything else. So... Uh, so I'm at the Joffrey's kiosk, and you know what? Sometimes you just want a big old donut. So I am having a okay. giant pink donut from Joffrey's. Um, these are not only delicious, they're super sentimental for me. Um, when my daughter ran her first half marathon in Disney last year at the Princess Marathon, or half marathon, um, she got to about a mile, she got to around mile 11 and was toast. And she's like, I don't know that I can finish. And so I just went and bought one of the donuts. I snapped a picture. I said, this is waiting for you at the finish line. She crossed the finish line, ran straight over to me, and she's like, where is my donut? <laughs> so they, they're they huge for us. Like we, that's our big thing nice. now is where, where are the donuts? 
And uh, so I'm going to grab me a big old pink donut. And while I'm there, I'm going to grab me my favorite uh, Joffrey's cold concoction. Um, they're all good. I've not had one that I didn't like, but the one that I always return to is uh, Joffrey's Shaken Jamaican. And it's made with the Jamaican. I love nice. it. It's made with the Jamaican Me Crazy it. Coffee, which is my go-to coffee. And um, mm-hmm. I personally, I'm going to get mine. You can. Um, it's a frozen cappuccino, so it's a frozen drink, and you can get it topped with Kahlua or Bailey's. Or if you're me and you ask nicely, they'll give you both. So I'm going to have both Kahlua and Bailey's in my shaken Jamaican, and they top it off with whipped cream. Caveat, don't ask for a lid because they don't have them for their frozen alcoholic drinks. So I'm going to enjoy my shaken Jamaican and my big old pink donut while I sit by the fountain and watch the people go by. Nice. He's going to be sitting I don't know yet. (laughs) Um, Actually, here, you know, dessert can be anything. It can be a big old donut. It can be some kind of cake, but... Nope, I'm going to head over to Future World and to the Future World turkey leg cart and give me a turkey leg. So <laughs> nice. That's I'm going to Ross. I'm going to roll. You know, I love me some turkey legs, as you all know. Hashtag turkey leg one on the Twitter <laughs> machine. And yeah, that's about it. Big old turkey leg and sit down and people watch and probably throw my bone at Rebecca for stealing my donut. Sorry, right, I'll give you a bite of my donut. <laughs> Nice. Okay, I'm gonna do a 180 on that one. Um, I'm gonna head over. I'm gonna You're head not over. my donut, Quadrochi. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a donut. <laughs> I'm, gonna he- I'm gonna head over to France for some boring ice cream over at. Uh, I can't even know if I say this right. La Artisan des Glasses. I- I'm sorry. That's hey, it. No. Well, whatever Glasses. it is, it's fantastic. Or a guy from New Jersey. It's, that wasn't it's, bad. It's, <laughs> gonna be my second round of ice cream for this evening but it's all the way in the back in france if you all don't know where it is but it's i'm gonna have two scoops in a waffle cone and those flavors i'm gonna choose would be uh a coconut white chocolate and a cinnamon caramelized apple and crumble crunch flavored ice cream so i'm gonna put it all together in one and rebecca seems to give me a disapproval on the video right now um but yes i'm gonna put it all together i've had it before it's very good it's a big mess in your mouth and i love it awesome and I'm going to finish out by uh, walking out of the World Showcase, and when I pass Canada, I'm going to go over to the Joffrey's Pavilion over there. Yeah, well, Joffrey's mm-hmm. kiosk. Joffrey should have its own pavilion. That would be awesome, but that's another story for another time. Two times I said the catchphrase tonight. And I'm going to have their peach iced tea. It's just refreshing in that nice uh, Florida heat. I'm going to get a shot of Grey Goose in it because, hey, it's Grey Goose. The tea is refreshing. It goes down easy, and I'm just going to just mellow out as I slowly saunter through Future World. And I'm going to head over to the Coral Reef because I love the aquarium over there. And... I can't usually eat a coral reef because I did it one time and I had a steak and they totally butchered it. I can't eat fish at coral reef because I just feel guilty with the uh, <laughs> with with the aquarium around me. I just I just feel like a monster. So anytime I go there, I have to have a steak. I did it once. It's not going to happen ever again. 
But one thing I will say that they do do right at the Coral Reef is dessert. They are known for a dessert called a chocolate wave. It's basically supposed to be a flourless molted lava, uh, molted lava chocolate cake. But uh, the time I had it and a couple of other uh, reviews on it, for some reason it's supposed to come out as molten, but it really doesn't. It comes out more fudgy in that way, and it's. Uh, it's served with a uh, nice, uh, really nice, sweet raspberry sorbet. It's absolutely delicious. It isn't what it's what it's marketed as because it's not a molten center, but it's still really good. So I'm going to finish out with it. It's their signature dessert, and I'm going <coughs> to shut up now because you are all making really funny faces, and I uh, I think Rebecca and Joe have something to share, and I can't. So with this, we are going to just take the high road, and we are going to go around, and after I um, say thank you to our lovely guests for coming on tonight, it's been a pleasure, and it's been something that has been put off way too long. You are welcome to come back anytime you want, Rebecca. Just tell us, hey, I want to come on. We'll kick Kyle off. Won't be the first time. At any time. Poor Kyle hasn't done anything tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Guy just wants to enjoy his turkey leg. Sorry. You want know, a donut <laughs> taken away from me? <laughs> Listen, hey, I'll trade you your donut off. for your turkey leg halfway through. No, too late. I got turkey leg. Kyle was originally scheduled to be on tonight, and I thought Pat wasn't going to be on, and I misunderstood him, and then Pat's like, uh, I'm supposed to be on. You put Kyle on instead, so I had to kick Kyle off, only for, only for Pat to have to cancel out for me to call Kyle back. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's yeah, a trooper. I know I kicked you I, off. I told my wife, so, he's, uh, you know, I can't go down and get tonight. a new puppy for my kid because i got to be on the show tonight. So we drove two hours, we drove two hours to get a new puppy. Yes, and come back, he's like, you're on the, you're on the show puppy. now. I mean, shoot. And i got to prepare. Well, I really appreciate you coming on off the cuff. And oh, your thank you. uh, ideas were awesome. Except for Rebecca stealing. Well, since you got a pink donut, can I get a chocolate donut donuts? instead? You can have all the chocolate donuts, you and you can donut, eat them with Joe over there with his horrible exactly. ice cream. <laughs> coconut milk ice cream that stuff. Coconut white chocolate stuff. Why, why have Why has oh. all my choices been like ripped apart tonight? <laughs> coconut is horrible. <laughs> must be a, my wife hates coconut. It must be a South Carolina thing. I don't know. Oh God. It's, 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 Never mind. I love you, babe. It's not molten. taste. <laughs> yeah. But with that said, everybody, let's tell our listeners where we can be found on the social media machine. You can find me on Twitter at JoeQuat, and you can also find me at that monthly mess, which we and Rebecca call the DVC Roundtable at Resort Loop. We have a blast over there talking all DVC. Uh, so check us out over there as well. I'm on the Twitter machine at TurkeyLeg1. And again, if you're not easily offended by humor, I'm on Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Excellent. You can find me on Twitter at BeccaBerry73 and on Facebook at RebeccaToon, T-O-O-N. And? And on the Resort Loop Roundtable. Right. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Pigments Reality. 
on Facebook under Dave Koch. And make sure you check out the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. And check out our website, themickeydudes.com, for original blog content. Yes. Written mostly <laughs> by Pat. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a magical day and bon appetit. Bye. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon